We're going to talk about the Montreal Jazz Festival. And you need to know right now that Montreal is one of my favorite cities. Always has been. I could tell you all kinds of stories about Montreal, but we're not going there today. No, 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 no. We can talk about Labatt's Blue. No, we're not going to do any of that. We're going to let that go. We're going to talk about this jazz festival, okay? My first experience with Montreal goes back to 1970. Uh, I had a funk group at that time called Funk Incorporated, and we were international collegiate champions, uh, collegiate music champions. And um, we ended up uh, representing the United States um, at an international uh, competition, which was held at the man in his world, which was a pavilion that had been built for the Expo uh, from 68, 69, and 70. Um, we were one of the last groups to play there as that particular venue closed in August of uh, 1970. I played there in August of 1970 with broadcasts on uh, BBC all over uh, Canada and Great Britain. And uh, three days later, I was a middle school uh, band director in uh, Erie, Pennsylvania, how quick things can change. Uh, there was no jazz festival called the Montreal Jazz Festival at that time. There was definitely a jazz community because we had an accident uh, in travel and were able to replace uh, our saxophone equipment, uh, Mark VI tenor with an Autolink uh, mouthpiece and uh, proper reads and everything within a matter of an hour. It was just that many uh, jazz sax players who used that particular setup in Montreal that we could get one as uh, delivered to us within an hour. So there was already a good jazz scene there. Uh, there were already some smaller jazz festivals, but nothing like the Montreal Jazz Festival, which was coming in 1978. And uh, this came about because a, a young man who had been promoting concerts, all kinds of things, blues and rock and soul and R&B, had an idea for this jazz festival, although he wanted to spice it up with or with some other kinds of things, you know, uh, the rock and the uh, fusion and the R&B and whatnot. Um, and he got the, uh, financial support uh, from uh, CBC, uh, Stereo, and from uh, Radio Quebec, because um, Montreal is in Quebec, which is a French province within Canada. Uh, when I first went there uh, in 1970, it was not yet French. The English still controlled it, and they controlled it with an iron fist, and the French-speaking people were very, very unhappy. Ten years or so later, uh, after the Lemmy Savan signs, give me sovereignty, they were petitioning to remove themselves from Canada. A compromise was made and the French language people pretty much took over uh, Quebec. Which gets us to the Montreal Jazz Festival. That's the way we say it. They say, Le Festival International du Jazz de Montreal. That's what they call it. We call it 
the Montreal International Jazz Festival. Let's make sure we understand the clash of cultures there. It helps when in Montreal that you speak at least a little French. You will find that you will be treated a whole lot better when you honor the French by speaking their language because for so many years that opportunity was denied to them when the English were in control. Just a little bit of background about this place and this festival. Now, 1978, this festival starts. You got Gary Burton, you got uh, Ray Charles, you got uh, Chick Corea, and a few other people. And the festival drew 12,000 people and was considered a smashing success. Let's go forward. Well, what happened? In 2004, Guinness rated this the largest jazz festival in the world. It goes for about 10 days. And you can have easily 200,000 people per day. Matter of fact, they predict that in the course of the 10 days, you have a million people participating. You don't just have the main stages, you have concerts in bars and restaurants, especially around old Montreal. Great food, great steaks, great Whew. French onion soups. Okay, I, I'm digressing. Those are things I like. Okay, but you find jazz there. In the downtown area, they literally close off a large portion of downtown to all traffic, just so people can walk the streets and listen to music for 10 days. The entire city, from top down, embraces this festival. You can even find these jazz concerts in these terraced parts so that people are able to see no matter how far back they are in an outdoor setting. Very, very, very accommodating to large crowds. Very, very accommodating to the music. Very, very accommodating to those who are there just to enjoy the French cuisine, the French culture, and the great international music. Montreal's Jazz Festival is really a very, very, very happening place. And some of the coolest people that I have met in all my travels, um, I've met uh, in Montreal. Um, I've had the opportunity to travel through and to Montreal several times over the years. And uh, I'm yet to meet an angry person. I'm yet to hear any discord from anyone. I'm yet to suffer an insult from anyone. It is truly an international city that accepts everyone and goes way out of their way to make sure that this festival, the Festival International, the Jazz de Montreal, is the finest jazz festival on the planet, and maybe that's why it's the largest.
So, once things light up a little bit, it's worth going through the legal hoops that we have to now in order to travel to Canada. When I last traveled, you just simply drove across, no big deal. No passport, no nothing. Things have changed. So you gotta do a little bit of planning. But the point I'm trying to make here is that it is worth it. It's worth it. You need to go check this thing out. It will be absolutely unbelievable, okay? That I can guarantee you, ladies and gentlemen, Montreal International Jazz Festival or the Festival International de Jazz de Montreal. Thank you.